yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Heckaborn. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Hey, you're listening to Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. And Mike. Uh, this is episode 95. Uh, we're going to talk about how your smartphone is messing up your kid. But before we do that, uh, I wanted to say congratulations to Nick and Danielle. They got married on Monday. Uh, Nick is the godfather of this show. He's the guy that runs the gag on this podcast. Congratulations. They're a fucking awesome couple. Congratulations. I wish them yeah. the best. Also, Nick. Haha. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you uh-huh. poor bastard <laughs> so now he's joined the married guy club so congratulations nick and danielle we wish you years of happiness so after that whole letter from the kid about wanting to be played with and everything yeah so i made a point of just totally focusing on him for a couple of days yeah like friday we went to the drive-ins and saw Ooh. nightmare before christmas Nice. And then the next morning went for a bike ride, which we haven't done that in a while. And we actually went for, you know, over an hour, which for me and him is a long time because he usually gets bored and is done. Yeah. But uh, I need to get a new seat because I feel like I spent my first night in prison as the cute girl. (laughs) (laughs) And this is like three days ago and I'm still sitting funny. It sucks. Ah. But it was good because he had a blast. I took him on a trail for the first time. And wow, there's a lot of quit in that boy. <laughs> Anytime the the slope was like a little bit more than like an inch, he was like, oh, it's too hard. This but, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for me. I'm like, God damn it. I am waiting for you. But I don't know. Anything weird happened to you? Oh, man. We were at uh, Walmart trying mm-hmm. to hunt down some some new toy or whatnot i made her only stop to look i'm like oh i want to look if there's any shirts because walmart mm-hmm. usually has some pretty good shirts so i found like this nirvana shirt i'm like all right and she was like all serious and tells me um like dad you need to start dressing like a grown-up <laughs> i'm like what she's all this is like the teenage section i go it is not this is the men's section and she's like you need to wear like like that shirt and toy points to like a button-up shirt with a nice. collar i'm like man and she's like really really you gotta start dressing nicer oh. <laughs> hey, when you go on dates do you wear collared shirts or t-shirts um, I'll wear a collared shirt, okay. you know, sometimes it depends on what, like if we're going to like club or something then I might dress a little, a little different. I don't know. Well, to a 20 year old, the collared shirt's practically a tuxedo. <laughs> so you're good. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like overdressed. So did you end up buying fun, fun stuff or shit that she approved of? Oh no, I bought that shirt. Oh good. Yeah. Oh no, I bought that shirt. And and then and just left angry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy the collared shirt too? Oh no. Mm-mm. She's right because my my wardrobe has gotten worse and worse just from before this because I work from home. Yeah. So I mean that's You don't have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
there's like nothing anymore that it's it is true i eventually have to have like so a better selection of nicer stuff just because there's nothing left anymore it's been too many years that it's just like i don't have to dress up so why am i gonna dress yeah. up I mean, if i lived by myself and didn't have to worry about going out and work was able to work from home i would totally be in my underwear 24 7 it's just sad well it's like yeah T-shirt, sweat bottoms. Oh, gonna leave jeans. <laughs> Tennis shoes. <laughs> All good. All good. Yeah. Didn't even think about shoes. Fuck, I hate wearing shoes. Anyway, uh, when I was looking for a topic for this week, I found a. This is a little bit of a tangent. Found a headline that caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And this came out earlier this week. These scientists say that feeding C-section babies a bit of their mom's poop can improve their gut health. What? Well, it's been decades. They've been talking about like fecal transplants. Where really? Like, oh yeah, because all the bacteria in your gut sometimes yeah. it's not healthy or it's like out of balance. So yeah, and it helps them. And a lot of people, it really does. You know what? Olivia was a C-section. Hey, Olivia. Apparently, we have to have you eat some of your mom's poop. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be good. Yeah. Um, well, listen <laughs> what to a the face. rest. <laughs> What I a was, face. I was a C-section baby. There you go. That was my I, kid. Yeah. Well, so what? So what's it do? It just helps okay. to like. Well, yeah. So it just helps stabilize the bacteria in the gut. Wow. That's disgusting. <laughs> but again, they've done it. They like make poo shakes for adults. That... Oh, oh my God. That's something some sadistic like person it just was like. perfect sense. What? It makes perfect sense. No. Ugh. But here's the thing that surprised This is what's different about it because there's nothing new about the fecal transplant theory stuff. Okay. The researchers are suggesting that it's actually fecal oral transmission during a vaginal birth that improves gut health for babies born vaginally versus those born by C-section. Uh. The thing is, you know, how sometimes women will poop when they're pushing. Yeah. Apparently, that's not a bad thing for them to have a little slip and slide through because they get <laughs> some of the bacteria they need. That's like the worst slip and slide. <laughs> I'm just picturing the baby going all the way down. They got it set up with that like little yellow banana thing that you slide on. <laughs> and just gets yanked back by the cord. <laughs> yeah. Bow, bow. Someone's like, get me a scissors. Again, again, again. <laughs> But so moms, uh, poop when you push, it's good for the baby. Oh, uh, my God. There's your new bumper sticker for here. Poop when you push. <laughs> but, yeah, so I guess what they would, what they tested, because, you know, they've always said that C-section babies aren't as healthy as normally, you know, naturally born babies. Mm-hmm. And they assumed it was because of the bacteria through the canal, you know, going out the way. So I guess they would mess around and try different swabs from there and see if that would help. And actually, in some kids, it actually made them sick. It just reminded me of when I learned about that, you know, I just thought, well, why don't you just swab some of the, you know, reach in, put some of that on the kid. Yeah. And apparently that does not work. But uh, it reminded me of when I was 16 in Portugal and I was on, you know, one of my dad's, one of the guys he grew up with, uh, he had a farm with some cows and he was talking about he, it was time to get them to breed. I was like, well, how do you do that? And he goes, watch. And he walks over to a cow, sticks his hand up to like the wrist in the cow, walks over to the bull, 
slaps him on the nose and the bowl starts getting hard. Oh. And, <laughs> and I'm like, no. That can way. never be unseen. What so, the hell? I think we just wow. earned our explicit rating. But, so anyway, back to the story. Scientists fed the newborns a sample of their mother's poop diluted in five milliliters of breast milk. Throughout three months of follow-ups, none of the C-section babies experienced any significant adverse effects. After the first week, their gut microbiome showed significant similarity to those of babies who were born vaginally. Damn it. All I know is I have a cinnamon roll that's waiting for me after this, and now you've ruined it. I'm not going to eat that thing. I am not eating that. <laughs> You're welcome. Ugh. What? what? You better not eat mine. <laughs> oh, my God. All these all, I think I ate that one. I oh. told you specifically you had the apple fritter. Oh, you're in tr- Apple fritters are better anyway. All right. Thank you. You're in trouble. Yeah. She was going to eat it. Yeah. So, and but then they go on and apparently other mammals do their own version of this too, which Ugh. really creeped me out. So fun fact. Yeah. After six months of drinking their mom's milk, baby koalas will switch to a diet of what's called PAP, which is a runny protein rich poo from their mom for several weeks. Oh, while this these are s- things I do not need to hey, know. This is awesome. <laughs> While this may seem disgusting, the pap gives them the gut flora necessary to digest a staple in their adult diets, eucalyptus leaves, which are poisonous when ingested by humans and most other animals. So you eat, you can, if you can eat shit for six months, you can eat anything. My God. <laughs> now, as a disclaimer, they say at the bottom of the article, do not feed poop to your baby. <laughs> this is not a DIY hack. Uh, this should only be done after careful clinical and microbiological screening. So, one, Thank it's God very dangerous. It yes. Yeah. Oh, Oli's going to be eating her mom's poo. That's for sure. <laughs> We're going to no. make that happen. <laughs> God. It's not a joke. It's for real. Yeah, but but when you're a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it is for real. But yeah, just for pretty much infants. With that, hopefully you weren't having breakfast while you listened to this. We're going to stick with the gross a little bit because since our art, the episode is uh, about your smartphone is messing up your kid, mm-hmm. I wanted to go into like some weird cell phone stats. Mm. So they, this is from, and for all these things, I'm publishing the, putting the links on the show notes. Okay. From statefoodsafety.com. They were measuring uh, bacteria per square inch on... Yeah. No, no, no. So for a doorknob, they found it averaged 8,643 bacteria per square inch. (laughs) It didn't say a doorknob to wear, but just a doorknob. For a checkout screen, you know the self-checkout at the store? Yes. 4,500 bacteria per square inch. Oh, no. This one cracked me up. Pet food dish. 2,110 bacteria per square inch. So your pet food dish is cleaner than a checkout screen. Oh, my God. Kitchen counter, 1,700 bacteria per square inch. Toilet seat. Any guesses? 7,000 per square feet. Square foot? Square inch. Square foot. Square inch, yeah. 1,200. The toilet seat is the cleanest. That so, is that is horrible. It's cleaner than the phone. So it's well. Hang on, I haven't gotten to the phone yet. Oh, okay. But kitchen counter seventeen hundred, toilet seat twelve hundred. So <laughs> by that logic, 
if you drop food on the kitchen counter, you're better off going to the toilet seat, wiping it off on there and eating it. Oh, no. Okay, so the worst on this group was doorknob at 8,600. Cell phone, 25,127 bacteria per square inch. Three times worse than a doorknob. And it's from us because it's always like out, right? It's in the pocket. You're always holding it. You take it to the bathroom with you. I know everyone does. Mm -hmm. If anyone says they don't, they're liars. Yeah. They say you can clean it with a gentle cloth, not a paper towel, with a mix of 60% water, 40% alcohol. Is it safe to use like one of those like Clorox wipes on it or does that mess it up? I don't know. They actually, they say some recommend disposable wipes, but they don't say the Clorox. They just say disposable Mm. wipes. I'm thinking maybe baby wipes. Mm. Um, So I think if you do that on a regular basis, you'll be okay. Yeah. So yeah, if the whole point of this episode is to make you want to use your phone less, there's some incentive right there. (laughs) It's your phone, which you put on your face is three times grosser than a doorknob. Uh. So I found this article on some parenting site, which again, I'll post. And it says, yes, your smartphone habit is affecting your kid. Here's how. Pretty much the the whole article talks about how we're connecting less with our kids as a result. Oh, Which is funny because when we were growing up, it was like in the summertime, you'd get up, they'd give you breakfast, say, okay, get the hell out. Come yeah. Back the, so not a lot of connection there, but I guess the time you had was, you know, there. Uh, yeah, I, it does seem weird. Like, it, like yeah, it is relative to what? Yeah, because it was more like that when we were kids. It was get out and yeah. come back at when I yell at you to eat and then yeah. you can go back out again. Or, but I guess when you were eating, they would pay some attention to you. No, we'd watch TV. All. Yeah, <laughs> we'd but, watch cartoons. Yeah, true. But <laughs> so she... Uh, Carissa Halton wrote this article. She starts it off with, well, when can we go? My three kids, ages 6, 9, and 12, stood before me with frustrated faces as though they'd been waiting a long time for an answer. Go where, she asked. And she was looking from the screen up to them. And they said, to the pool, Mom. You were looking for pool hours. So she went to look something up on her phone and got distracted and totally forgot that her kids were even there. Oh my God, I've done that. I, was gonna, I put a note next to it. I can totally see Mike doing this. I've <laughs> done that before. Dad, yep. where are we going? What? Mm-hmm. Oh. So she talks I've about done that to it. myself many times a day where I'm like, wait, what was I doing on here? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she goes in and says, we pick up our phones as many as 150 times per day. creating short interruptions in our real world relationships. So we're kind of wired to, you know, this is thousands of years of society where, you know, culture where we're just used to talking to each other, you know, just the way we interact. Yeah. Yeah. Cell phones have been around for what? 40 years at the most? 30? Yeah. So not even. Yeah. Not that we use it this much. Yeah. Yeah, The actual like smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not even. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. So I guess smartphones, what was that? Let's call it 15 years. Yeah. 15 years is like nothing in evolutionary time. So just in the blink of an eye, we just fucked it up. Yeah. So apparently they talk about serve and return interactions between the parent and the kid. So Mm -hmm. the kid looks at the parent, the parent gives them a look back and there's just like unspoken communication. Yeah. And it helps connect neurons to the brains that support language and communication because it registers 
So if they look at you and all they see is the top of your head, they're not getting shit back and they're also going to learn not to look at you. So mm. I wonder how much, you know, how autism has been shooting through the roof. Oh. This isn't from the article. This is just me spitballing yeah. here. Yeah. You know, it's not vaccines. Maybe it's phones. So I don't yeah. know. Again, I'm just, I'm that'd be a trip if it ass. turned out to be something like behavioral or something like that. Like, yeah, that'd be a trip. Yeah. So they just learn a lot of nonverbal cues from you doing that. So let's see, researchers at Boston University observed that when parents were distracted by a device at dinner, they had 20% less conversations with their kid and 39% fewer nonverbal interactions. Mm. So, but I always picture like, you know, dad reading the paper or whatever. It sounds fucked. But then here's the worst part. Yeah. Is uh, they talk about breastfeeding. So that's like when the baby's got nothing to do but suck and look at you. And hold the phone. Well, that's the thing. So if you're, I guess, traditionally, uh, the baby's making a connection with the mom visually, even though you don't think that, but. And now they're using it as a phone shelf. Seriously. Here you go, baby. Hold it. Learn to use your hands. Yeah. But uh, University of Cambridge, they said when mom and baby lock eyes, their brain brain wave patterns sync up. Wow. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Uh, and they said that when the baby feels like they synced up with the mom, they make more vo- vocalizations and try to interact more. Oh. And then, so when breastfeeding moms use devices, they're worried that, you know, these opportunities are getting wasted. Yeah. I said this to my wife and she got, was, got tearful. Mm. Like, because she wasn't using the phone. It's just our kid was on a feeding tube. So she never got a chance to really spend a lot of time bonding with him like that. And but then I was like, well, shit. We used to just plug him in and let him eat. Like he never interacted with anybody when he ate. Mm, like, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I hope we didn't fuck up my kid because of that. Oh my god, so many things. I think that I think all the time. Maybe that's what's gonna be the yeah. thing. Maybe that's what's wrong with him. Or just what's gonna come up in therapy. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, these are things you would never know, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. Like, you wouldn't think, like, I didn't, I'm this way. I didn't know, yeah. 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 But they say often the effect of looking down at a screen can eliminate the opportunity and space kids need to say what's on their mind. That makes sense. And I'm guilty of all this shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really bad when I'm listening to other podcasts because I just Because you're doing other stuff too, or? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. usually, like, you know, if I'm doing dishes or laundry or, you know, something, I like yeah. to have that to listen to because you don't think when you're doing dishes, you don't think when you're doing laundry, you're just, you know, so I can listen to stuff and really kind of pay attention to it. And if I get disturbed yeah. in that, you know, my, and I feel horrible when, like, my kid will come in and go to talk to me and he'll see the earbuds and stop. Because oh. that means I've snapped at him and now I feel like yeah. a dick. Uh, yeah. So I need to be better. He's going to flinch at microphones for the rest of his life. Well, here's like, the, would you yeah. like to speak now? <laughs> no, <that's not laughs> get it away. Get it away. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll flash at him when he comes in when I'm recording because he knows not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But this kind of lends itself to this next quote uh, the inconsistent and unpredictable responses that often evolve from tech distraction, meaning like sometimes I ignore you, sometimes I don't, can be especially yeah. harmful to kids. It's totally like a Homer Simpson thing. It's like you just sometimes are just like, I'm you know, like, yeah. just, I can't, I can't, like, let me just finish what I'm doing in it. Yeah, it's it's totally rude. Yeah, so. Dang it. 
these kids have a harder time connecting to the parents. And, uh, and also you're teaching your kid that when you're bored, grab your phone. Cause I hate it when I go anywhere I'm in line, I'll yeah. look around and people are always on their phone and I'm like, God damn. And sometimes I do it and I go, Nope, put it down. That's smart. And then when I'm in a waiting room, I always have a book or, a, or at least a Kindle or something like that. Yeah. But it's similar. And then there's times where if I forget it, I'll read the same book on my phone because I have the Kindle app on there. I think like, that's a little different. You're still, at least like I'm reading. I'm still looking at the phone. You yeah, know I mean? that's true. Yeah. But it's not like mindless. Like I'll find myself like down the political rabbit hole or yeah. the Facebook update rabbit hole yeah. or Instagram. Oh, let's look true. at the new art that's up, you know? And it is like, God, I just burned a half an hour. Yeah, and I needed nothing. to do some stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then, oh, I forgot to mention this. My wife brought up a really good point about, mm. it's like, well, if eye contact is so important, what about the moms that like cover their kid when they're breastfeeding? Because, you know, like if they're doing it in public. Oh. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. But I mean, I'm, a ho- I'm assuming they're not always doing it in public. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, that's true. They're still gaining some time. They're calling it tech-induced distraction. It's nothing new because we had radio, you know, radios and sports and stuff like that, or you know, on TV. Yeah. But the difference is, you know, TV is just going. You know, the te- you know the technology on your smartphone is designed to suck you in and just do exactly what you just described. You know. And it's with you everywhere. Like I noticed yeah. today, yeah, you don't I'm carry like, a TV in your pocket. Yeah, I have it with me everywhere. Yeah. Like I don't leave it in a spot in the house i generally am walking around with it the whole day doing stuff blah 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 blah, blah. and you've yeah. yelled at me before when we went you on our trip time. you're fucking rude as shit get, with your phone get off of that <laughs> get off of that yeah and now you just picked up your phone again didn't you no i didn't it's over there i didn't this time I'm teasing. but but i do have adhd so at one point I was measuring your head because I have this clear <laughs> ruler. <laughs> that I like. I was just uh, randomly like, Robert's head is four inches across five, five and a half inches tall on the screen. All right. Such an ADHD thing where it's like, I, I can't hold still. Okay, so well. I'm not touching the phone, but I am still like. <laughs> I'll put my penis away now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the Portuguese girth is amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a tuna can. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> okay. Back to this whole thing. This one kind of bummed me out. It was a uh, Illinois State University study. They were talking about how the more parents were distracted by tech, the more kids are act, the more their kids acted out. Mm. And then they found that the more their kids acted out, the more the parents would rely on hide behind the phone. So it's like this oh. vicious spiral that just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. No, it makes sense to me. It makes me feel like I have to have like phone-free times well, of the yeah. day. Well, and then there yeah. are solutions because in this world, you can't not have a smartphone on you anymore. Yeah. I love those things when they have them. God, the last time I saw one was at the state fair a couple of years ago where they have a giant room that's like everything that your phone replaces. And it's oh, like yeah. encyclopedias and dictionaries yep. and and planners and calculators and all computers. It's like I love it. Like you're like, oh my God, look at that. It's all like they pick 80 stuff like when we were yeah. kids. They had yeah. a, there was a meme going around. It was like a two-page Radio Shack ad. 
Wow. And everything on that Radio Shack thing was on your cell phone. I mean, obviously That's amazing. Not a record player, but so play Pretty music. much. No. Yeah. yeah if you don't either. Yeah. yeah. So pretty Dang much. And it. they also added up everything, how much it would have cost. Wow. And I can't remember. I'll have to find that and I'll post it on the Stand Up Dads page. That's amazing. Facebook. Yeah. I love those. Love those. With that in mind, we know we have to do something about it. Remember that your phone is three times dirtier than a doorknob. Yeah. They have a few apps out there that you can download that will actually track your usage. Oh, you know how much you're actually using it. Because yeah. they said, you know, up to 150 times a day. And apparently, I saw another article, which I didn't print out, which said that's actually gone up since the quarantine because we're around uh, it all the time. So, so you get pie charts sent to you through the day where you're just like, probably, I got to get that porn percentage down <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but they have uh let's see moment mute realize d uh, apple has one called the screen time feature so you're able to track the number of times you uh, pick it up oh and the analytics tell a story about my emotional social and professional reliance on my phone dang it's kind of you know just to see it's like wow i because i guarantee you it's going to be more than you thought yeah because yeah. after reading this, I realized when I was at work how many times I pick up my phone. You know, yeah, because it buzzes it. all the goddamn time. You know, it's like all a text message or an instant message yeah. or a junk email. You know, and another part of the solution is try to have some regular time where you're 100% focused on your kid. And yeah. that's what I did with the bike ride and the uh, you know going to the drive-ins because you're not going to be looking at that shit. The only time yeah. I took out my phone was to take pictures of the kid. And to record a video of him singing the diarrhea song. Well, that's a fantastic use of technology. <laughs> yeah, it's needed. That's for needed. that. I didn't, you know, I didn't feel bad, and he had fun with it. So yeah, and yeah, they're saying it, it could just be twenty minutes of playing catch or swimming in the pool or whatever it is. Just commit yeah. to not having a distraction. That's the okay. nice thing about Nerf guns is your hands are full. You can't be looking at shit. And if you do okay. start looking at stuff, you're going to get shot in the head. You know, and this happened today with Oli because she was on her iPad in the drive-thru to McDonald's. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what do you want for the treat? Wait, what? What do you want for the treat? Where are we? And then I was like, well, you're just right. Oh, why are you yelling at me? (laughs) Not paying attention. Yeah, but that's the same as what I end up doing. Same thing. You're like, oh, what? Yeah. Yep. Uh, So anyway, you know, they also talk about Use the phones when the kids are in bed because they should be in bed before us. Oh, and then one other thing, because it started off, she was looking for the hours for the swimming pool. And yes. Got sidetracked. Yes. So when we were kids, like if our parents were like mapping something out or looking for something, you could tell because, hey, they have a map book out. They're opening up. They have the yeah. phone book out or whatever. Yeah. So you had a cue to be like, oh, mom and dad are busy. I'm going to leave them alone and I'm not going to feel bad if they tell me, hold on. Yeah. Uh, so if you're doing the same thing on your phone, so you should announce, I'm looking up the address for the swimming pool place, or I'm looking for a phone number for this. Oh. So they know I'm doing a little bit of work and then that way they are aware of it. So they don't feel butthurt because you took off. Yeah. And then they know when they can interrupt because that's scary some, for some kids. I know my kid's scared of interrupting me sometimes because I'm a fucking monster sometimes and I feel horrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the final piece of advice is well, if your kid walks in, tries to get your attention, look up 
and just yeah. put the goddamn phone down. And that's easier to do than you think. That's one thing I got to work on just from the quarantine, I think, has made me more like crabby on my first like reaction, yeah. you know, totally. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's times too where I'm just, the times before, like when we would go for a bike ride, like today, I was like, I need a nap. So I don't know if that's just being old. That's or... just you being old. <laughs> well, you always say, I always tell everyone that it's like, I have one friend who no matter what it is, I'm stuck complaining about it. Because we're like, the same age. It's because you're almost 50. It's like, <laughs> my less... phone's been acting up. It's because you're almost 50. What? Anyone else could hear on it. It's your hearing. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that what's happening? I you failed know. my smog test. It's because you're 50. It's because you're 50. <laughs> yeah, it's rubbing off on your car. They're, they're taking advantage of you because you're an old man. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Dang it. Everything goes back to that. Uh, seven, deg- seven degrees of being fi- almost 50. <laughs> you're not even a month younger than me. So, yeah, you're just as old as me. No. Oh. Uh, my, we're yeah. young. No, we're, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a coworker ask. She asked, I don't know how we got onto it, but we were talking about, oh, we were talking about age differences because she saw, uh, what's the name of the guy that played Wolverine? Hugh Jackman. Yeah. So I guess his wife is yeah. like 13 years older than him. Yeah. And she was like surprised by this. And I was like, it's a big deal. And she was like, oh, come on. Would you rather go out with someone your age or someone that was like 25? I'd rather go out with someone my age. And she like looked at me like she didn't believe me. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck am I going to talk to her about? Like my fucking <laughs> days are way behind me, man. <laughs> I just don't give a shit anymore. You know, I need to like you. And she was like, I don't believe you. And I was like, it's true. I wouldn't, you know, granted, I'm sure it would be fun. But then after that, it's like, okay, now what? And so, <laughs> And she's like, you liar. <laughs> Not a liar. I'm old. But anyway, <laughs> speaking of being old, we got uh, Seattle Gummy Company. They're not old, but they will make you feel young. Okay, they just come out with, and a drum roll, immunity shots. They have elderberry and goji berry multivitamins, and they cost the same Ooh. as the uh, mocha shots, the energy ones. These are not high energy. These are just good for you. Uh, they got five yeah. times the concentration of elderberry, which apparently is really immune boot, yeah, immune boosting. Flu season's coming around, and it should boost your immunity for that. It's vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, all natural, made in the USA, as if that still means anything. It does. And then I'm looking at the nutrition, and there's four servings per container. One, one gummy is a serving. 25 calories. You got 80% of niacin, 50% of your B12, 70% of your zinc, 130% of B6, 100% of your vitamin C, 50% of your pantothenic acid. I have no idea what it is. Perhaps that's what they use to make car batteries go, but it'll make you feel better. And click the link in the show notes, enter the code standupdads15 (laughs) and get 15% off your order. And thank you to those who are ordering uh, Seattle Gummy Company's products. Cool. I do appreciate it. So if you guys want to do a yes. review or, you know, about you know your experience with it, feel free to email us at thestandupdads at gmail.com. Send us your parenting stories. We'll send you some samples. Seattle Gummy Company is Stand Up Dads tested and approved. Get shit done. Okay, now Mike's favorite uh, part of the show. 
the bad dad. <laughs> oh no. Nothing nothing horrible happens. So uh, yeah, we'll see about uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this came from uh let's see, October twenty sixth, father of baby taken from Monroe Hospital arrested. So apparently Travis Hargrove Jr. was born on October 22nd at 7 in the morning with a medical condition that will require treatment. Police said the dad left the hospital with the baby hidden in a backpack. Oh. The baby was found. So it was kid wasn't even a day old yet. Uh, they found oh the baby safe. So here's why. The baby's mom tested positive for THC and amphetamines. And there was a possibility... Oh that the baby would be taken to the Department of Children and Family Services. So he didn't wow. want them to be able to take the baby away from him. So he showed that he was a really yeah. good dad and did it himself. Dang it. So apparently he removed the baby's security bla bracelet. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember it was impossible to get the kid out the door. You know? It was, yeah. And they, yeah. Because you know, everywhere I went, they would check my bracelet and his. And it was just... I can't. Yeah, it, how'd he do that? Yeah, well, pretty, he stuck them in a backpack. That's why. Yeah, but he cut Dang the it. but he cut the bracelet off, and that sets off an alarm yeah. right away. So, uh, so yeah, at eleven o'clock at night, he went in and then uh, into the room, and ten minutes later, he wow. left with the backpack. Damn it! Triggered the alarm, and the mom was not cooperative. Wow. Anyway, they said that the baby needed to be monitored uh, because it could possibly be going through withdrawal symptoms. Damn it. Yeah, but apparently the kid is going to be okay. The guy was booked into the Oachita Correctional Center on a charge of cruelty to a juvenile. That's two weeks in a row. I've never heard these charges before. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway, congratulations, Travis Hargrove. You are our bad dad for the week. Dang it. Yeah. What? He looks sad. No one got killed. Oh, yeah. No one got hurt. It was just yeah. Possible. You know, they caught him. They got the baby before anything bad happened. We're good. Yay. Having the baby in the backpack's got to be as bad as not the, having eye contact with the mom. <laughs> well, okay. That reminds me of, you remember uh, like in high school, they had those family planning classes. Yeah. And you'd have the doll or whatever. Yeah. And we've talked about this yeah. guy before. Uh, let's call him uh, Clark batkinson yeah he was in that <laughs> and i'll never forget um he had a duffel bag that he was carrying around everywhere i'm like dude what the hell is that it was this like maroon duffel bag and he opens it up and it had a cabbage patch head on like a like a five pound weight from the weight room he's like oh, oh my that's God. my baby from the class and he zipped it back up <laughs> <laughs> my baby <laughs> And he was like, this sucks, man. I don't want to take care of this shit. This sucks. I want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Babies are tough. <laughs> oh, man. I miss That's that hella funny. It's, uh... Yeah, because I think they were supposed to use a bag of flour, which I guess is five pounds or something close to it. I'm like, five pounds? That's nothing. But Put a weight on it. That's funny. Cabbage patch head on a weight. Yeah, it was like wired onto it or something like that. This is a baby. I, think I have a picture of it somewhere. Okay, email us, thestandupdads at gmail.com. Review us, rate us, do any of that. It helps the show grow, and we would really appreciate it. Send us your dad stories. We'll send you some samples of uh, the Seattle Gummy Company products. And if you wanted to get a drawing 
of a dad stuffing a baby into a backpack, who would they write to? You write to Pencil for Hire. That's Pencil, F-O-R-Hire.com or Pencil for Hire on Instagram. Or how about, would you draw, and a, I'll draw a baby kid's head wrapped onto a, uh, a, a weight? Onto a weight? Yeah, that would be a funny drawing. In I would do that. Bag? Okay, cool. And Mike yeah. also has a comic book or a comic collection called Clumsy Love. Links for it are in the show notes. Click it. It is hilarious. It covers about five years of, or he did about five years of comic strips from before his daughter's birth and after. It was, it is wonderful. And I'm glad it's all in one place. And I need to start leaning on you to publish the rest of them. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I got to get this out there. Yeah. Only wants them to. Yep. I guarantee you're going to like it or else your next podcast is free. And while you're doing that, I have Mongombo. It's Doug Gray's graphic novel. Again, a link is in the show notes. Click it. It is hilarious. It is worth your time. You've got a pandemic going on. You got nothing else to do. Get it. It's hilarious. Again, Seattle Gummy Company. Click the link in the show notes. Add the code STANDUPDADS15. Get 15% off your order. We love this stuff. I do totally stand by it. Mike thinks they taste better than I do, but I think they're wonderful anyway. Yeah. I like them, man. I know you do. Seattle Gummy <laughs> Company, stand up dad tested and approved. Get shit done. And finally, listen to my side project, Gag on This Podcast. That's run by Mr. Big Nick Johnson, who just got married. Uh, we have a we interview comics from all over the country. We have a great time doing it. Cannot remember who we're doing next, but listen to it. It's wonderful. You got anything else? Mm, no, man. You just look so thoughtful. For those of you that can't Mm. see, Mike, after the bad dad stories, Mike's demeanor always changes. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's like I get punched in the gut. (laughs) You don't even know how many horrible stories I bypassed. I mean, I know. And these are just enough. They make me go, yeah. It's like every time we're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then you go, and now bad dad. And it's like, oh. There's not enough funny, (laughs) stupid dads out there. They're just stupid. Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So cheer the fuck up. (laughs) All right, man. Okay, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye.